Welcome to the Empowering Midlife Wellness Podcast, where we talk about everything to do with midlife women's wellness and creating the best second half of life. I'm your host, Dr. Susan Hardwick-Smith. I'm a board-certified gynecologist, certified menopause practitioner and hormone replacement specialist, as well as an ICF-certified life and leadership coach and lots of other things. So if you want to check me out and learn about my private practice and other offerings, my website is www www.drsusan.com. That's D-R-S-U-S-A-N.com. It's my commitment to stay neutral by not accepting advertising dollars from sponsors. So all of these episodes are offered freely. And the best way that you can help this podcast is to share it with your friends, leave a positive review, and also keep in mind this is simultaneously posted in video format on YouTube, where you can find me by searching for Dr. Susan Hardwick-Smith. This week on Empowering Midlife Wellness, I'm talking to my dear friend, Yaniv Shanti, who is going to be one of the co-facilitators at our upcoming retreat, Activating Happiness in Midlife in Costa Rica. Yaniv is an amazing guy. He is the founder of the Happiness School in Costa Rica and describes himself as a happiness activist. You can't wait to hear this interview with my dear friend, Yaniv. Hi, friends. I'm so delighted to have my very dear friend, Yaniv Shanti, here with me today. Uh, you might have heard we have our second Empowering Midlife Wellness Retreat coming up in November. We're going international. We're moving to Costa Rica. It's November 10th through the 13th. Of course, you can stay longer if you want to. Yaniv, thank you so much for joining me. Hi, thank you for having me. Very happy to be here. So I I so much I want you to share with our listeners about why this retreat is going to be so special and what an amazing opportunity and a gift that they might be able to give themselves. A lot of people haven't done these things before. And so when they read the program and they see what you're offering, and we'll put a link to the program below, things like happiness activation. Tell us a little bit about what that is and like, what is it that you do for a living? Because it's so fascinating. Okay, so... My mission is to, to inspire people to own their happiness. And that means to stop looking for it and instead to practice it as a way of life. And uh, I ran a happiness school here in Costa Rica. Happiness and we started school. <laughs> a happiness school. Wow. Yes. Because, you know, I started off, you know, first uh, working on the spiritual path and then unconscious living. But uh, at the end, I, I realized that there is only one thing that all humankind can agree on is that we all would love to be happy. But there are so many different beliefs, ideas, opinions about it that the road may get a bit tricky. So somehow we learn to believe that we are incomplete and that we need to do all sorts of things to do, to have, to achieve, to look a certain way, to be accepted in a certain way in order to be happy. And that is just not true. Yeah, we are born with absolutely everything needed to, to experience the kind of life that we want. And so I became a happiness activist to, <laughs> to, to share this with as many people as I can. 
And you and I have become really good friends over the past year. So I, I know a little bit about your history, but you didn't start out this way, right? Uh, you grew up and you had a traditional education and were trained as an architect. Like how did, how did this happen that you moved into the field that you're in now? Well, actually, um, I had a, a, a rough childhood, and but I was very, very lucky that both my mother and my grandfather, they were walking on, let's say, an alternative path uh, and showed me by their own examples that you can help yourself in alternative ways to improve your condition, you know, to, to, to have a better life. And my mother took me to, you know, since I was seven years old, to many different courses and seminars and just learning tools to help myself. And, and I did. And then the, the three things that were tormenting me, which were depression, anxiety, and anger, um, they end up becoming my, my teachers. Yeah, because because of them, I, I got to, to do all these amazing, amazing things and, and, and get the inspiration to, to share them. Yeah. So, so I think that everyone listening and certainly I can resonate with these really prevalent feelings of sadness or depression, anxiety, worry, anger. I mean, our culture is flooded with these emotions, you know, so I love the way that you're reframing that into becoming a step towards growth. So for someone listening, that's feeling like I'm really in, I, I don't feel happiness. Like that's not for me. I'm, I'm stuck in depression and I've got real problems. Like they don't understand. That's not really what it's about, is it? Because this is for anybody, no matter what your situation. Totally. I mean, when, when we look back in life, the, the biggest uh, expansions, the biggest uh, growths, um, the biggest changes in our lives usually come from hard moments. So we can, when we look back at them and see all that happened in our life, all that uh, we changed and grew from them, then we can even look back in, in gratitude. Yeah. Uh, yes, I owe these three, <laughs> these three teachers, I owe them who I am today. So, so, I mean, at the time where I experienced them, you know, it wasn't fun. And, and, and back then I didn't feel gratitude. But today I totally do. Yeah. yeah. And I make and, the best out of them. Mm -hmm. And you've actually been one of my primary teachers in that way, too. Um, and we're not talking about saying, oh, everything was wonderful. It, it, it often really wasn't. And you might be in a situation now where you're you're genuinely suffering because painful things do happen. Your know, suffering is part of human existence and there is a way to have a basic okayness even in the most difficult situations and that's something that you've really taught me with these practices so what are what are some examples of these practices like things that you can do every day no matter what your spiritual background so this is not religion is it we're not saying you have to believe in anything yes yeah, so so i started this experiment that it took me five years. <clears throat> I wanted to prove that happiness is something that we can awake from within. So I took from all different sources, uh, therapeutical, spiritual, cultural, you name it, 
different dynamics that can stimulate positive emotions. And, you know, we did every week a different session with different groups. And, and after five years, we declared the experiment a success. <laughs> and what, what, what we realized is that behind every ability to experience a positive emotions, emotion, which is the substance of happiness, there is an, a, a muscle, an emotional muscle that we can exercise and nurture and then develop a, a good and healthy emotional condition. And, and it's, a, it's, it's just crazy that it's something that is not thought in schools or talked everywhere. You know, you hear about mental condition, you hear about physical condition, but not about emotional condition. And, uh, you know, when, when you Google mental health, most of the answers you will get uh, will tell you about mental health being the absence of mental illnesses. But nobody's talking about what is really to be mentally healthy and emotionally yeah. at all. They're not talking about it. So I, we can say that to be emotionally healthy is to have a, a day where there are a, a strong presence of positive emotions. And this we can uh, achieve by exercising and nurturing our emotional muscles. And, and I, can, I can tell you this is possible because you and I have been working together and it's not for people who are especially lucky or wealthy or anything. This is for anybody, no matter mm -hmm. your situation, no matter what your past, even if it's something with like big T trauma, I mean, anybody can find this because we have it inside. And that's something that is very countercultural. Uh, now you live in Costa Rica uh, you know, culture is a little bit different there. Certainly in the United States, very countercultural. I mean, we're taught that happiness comes from having more things and being more mm -hmm. beautiful and, and all of these outside things, which has harmed us so much. And I think especially in the context of the audience that we have at this retreat, which is women in midlife, such a transitional period. How how did it apply like specifically to this group? Like we've got women sort of 45 to 65 going through all this stuff and thinking, you know, what's the next step for me? I think it's so important for everybody, but especially this group. Mm. Look, I I am very inspired by by this group in particular because of what it means, you know, a moment of change. Uh, and you get to, to re-engineer, you know, <clears throat> the, the direction and the path of your life. And to do it like this consciously, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And <clears throat> I want to share with you an, a practice, for example, that can really turn your life around. And it's the practice of gratitude, for example. Gratitude shows us a very clear path to happiness. And uh, and it has this path has four stages. First stage is the intention, you know, to the decision that we want to connect with the good, with the beautiful, with the positive, with the constructive. Mm -hmm. When we go over every day, uh, we come back to this intention. Then the second stage is attention that aligns with intention. Yeah, and it's amazing 
how we can train our attention to focus on all these good, beautiful things that they are abundant in the throughout our days. You know, I like to say that every moment contains all the reasons to justify a miserable experience and a blissful one at the same time. It is and, so true. It just depends on what we pay attention to. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and we I can, think we can I, learn. I just, yeah, just yeah. to say because I, I I almost can hear my old voice coming up and I imagine some other people might be thinking, oh yeah, but there really are hard things going on. I, I, should I just ignore those and pretend everything's fine? I, we're not talking, not saying that. I think just giving no. at least as much attention to exactly. the beautiful things because we have such a negativity bias. I can, so yes, there it's, it's both. Uh, life has yeah. 10,000 joys and 10,000 sorrows, but we focus on the negative and our culture teaches us to do that. So I, I love that idea that yes, we're not negating that things are tough and they can be very hard at times, but that at that same moment, I love the saying that it's not the only guest at the party. Yes, I'm suffering right now, but it's not the only guest at the party. There's another exactly. possibility here now. Exactly. Right. And you know, you taught me that. Yes. And you know, it's not, yeah, of course, it's not about denying the, the negative is part of life. But, you know, the quality of life is not defined by the things that happen, but but the way we relate to the things that happen. And we can relate to them from a better emotional place. Yes. So so then we can we can navigate through the hard times without fighting them. Yeah, because we waste so much energy in, into fighting and denying. But there is a gift, you know, sometimes hidden very well in, in all the hardship. And uh, there's so much energy wasted in this fight and that we, if we take it away from it and invest it, reinvest it in potentiating the, the, these emotional muscles these conditions that allow us to experience life uh, beautifully, then you will be surprised how much energy we have. <laughs> I have experienced this. There. It's not something that you can imagine until you try it. And many of you might have tried this, but I'll, I'll share a story about how we met and, and kind of what happened in a very small moment. These, this doesn't require going to a seven day silent retreat or spending six mm -hmm. months studying books. Like I'm, we're talking in a few minutes, right. Can, can shift. So I was on vacation with my partner and we were at a resort in Costa Rica. And, and that, this is around about a year ago. And uh, Yaniv was there hosting a wellness week. And one of the events that was offered were, was happiness activation. And so I thought, well, that sounds fun. I'll just go to that. Had no expectations whatsoever. We'd never met. And then I dragged my partner along. And I say dragged because he thought, like some of you might be thinking, I don't know. I don't like these kind of things. I'm not into <laughs> meditation. It sounds kind of woo-woo. But I dragged him along and he was just trying to be polite we had the best time. I, I, I want you to tell a little bit about what that was. It was probably an hour long. It wasn't a long time. By the end of it, we felt blissful. Uh, we had a fantastic day. I told you the story. Rob actually left and 
went home and was like, oh my gosh, I need to call my dad. I need to, I want to talk to my mom. I thought about a friend that I love that I haven't appreciated lately. He was changed and in, in, as was I, but in less than an hour, easy, <laughs> right? And this was a little taste of happiness activation that we would be offering throughout this three-day weekend. So kind of walk us through some of how that works. And plus it was just fun. I mean, we were laughing and it's just fun. Is the, the thing is that I go for experiential learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't come to you to, to, to tell you things to believe in. I come with you uh, to you with practices so you can feel for yourself and observe your, how you feel and learn from that. I mean, your experience is your teacher. So we come together in these happiness activations to do all this, like a series of practices to stimulate all this range of, of positive emotions to awake the emotional memory. You know, sometimes long time passes without feeling certain positive emotions and and the muscle you know gets uh, sleepy Mm -hmm. (laughs) we may say but just by exposing yourself to feel to feel them the the emotional memory awakes recognizes how delicious it feels and it just brings it back to the table so we are inspired to keep on nurturing this knowing that we can have them present in our lives. Yeah. This has nothing to do with the with the woo-woo way. <laughs> I actually come from there and and I I confess to you that I got a bit fed up with it. I like to to translate all the woo-woo-ness into practices, you know, that we can really experience in our day-to-day life. And then uh, one of the things that I love, so, so many things that I love that I think make this so practical are, are bringing in uh, different elements of sensation. In this particular event, we had, uh, we were tasting cacao, for example. So bringing in our uh, taste senses, listening to music, movement and dancing. And, and don't let that scare you. It's not the type of dancing where anybody's watching or evaluating you just moving for fun. We were playing with balls. We were, what else were we doing? It's funny games and making silly faces. I mean, just hilarious and not scary. So if any part of you is thinking, Oh, that sounds scary. I, I wouldn't want to do that. I promise you. I went with someone that would never do anything like this. And by the <laughs> end, he was just having the best time. <laughs> Uh, you know the 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 it sometimes it it feels scary when when we think that we're going to expose ourselves right yeah. but the work that i do uh, i found that if we are all doing exactly the same thing there is no such thing as exposing That's yeah right. uh, so this this somehow uh, shuts down what i call the performance anxiety there is not we don't <laughs> There is no right or wrong way to do these things, you know, and we do we do them for our own personal in, enjoyment and growth. It's not to 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 please uh, anybody. One of the rules that we have when we dance is that we don't dance beautifully; we dance deliciously. I love that yeah, because beautifully is for others to see, then deliciously is for us to feel and savor. Yeah. And I, um, in this 
particular group I remember, and it was about a year ago, but it was so powerful. I remember it. Uh, it was some people had their eyes closed or were facing a corner. It, it does, you're, it's for yourself. Others were interacting with others. I mean, it's, it's however you want it to be because it's for you. Yeah. And then there's a part of it where this from that uh, spirit does come this incredible connection with the other people in the group. So we're going to have uh, yes. 20 some women all in the same energy. What have you experienced happens with the group when we're all in this one? Uh, I love it. I, I find that that when we share an emotional experience, when we are a group of people all having the same emotion at the same time, in that moment, we are one. Mm -hmm. We are fully connected. It's so hard to, to, to sometimes connect on the on a mind level, you know, agreeing in every in every point. But on a heart level, which is the emotional, it's so much easier. And and when we do, there are no differences, no cultural, ethnic, no any so it, not any difference whatsoever. We are all one in that moment when we share a big moment of joy or laughter or inspiration yeah or or pride or so so many amazing emotions that we are going to feel together and it's beautiful because what i find is that after one session of shared emotions we feel so close with someone that you have never seen in your life you feel so close and then we get to experience this this connection which for me is one of the things that nurtures uh, happiness the most. We want Maybe to feel the like, most. Like I mean, I think for me, I might say it's the most important. Uh, it, so in the, in this uh, this one example, even in an hour, the other people in this group, we were best friends. Then we went to the beach together. We shared a ride back to the hotel. All of a yes. sudden, we had we had been in this space together, and we had shared this. And so, uh, imagine what would happen spending three days, because this yes. was just one hour. But uh, this is the power of retreat, right? So we can take something that could be very powerful in a thirty-minute practice, and now we're immersed in it for three or four days so exactly. tell us about your experience with retreat and many of us had this experience in our first retreat but some of you may not have attended and so may not have ever been to a retreat why do we go away from our home for three or four days and pay quite a bit of money to do this like what's the magic of retreat for for you for me it's like you know sometimes you go to a workshop and, and yes, you activate all these beautiful things inside of you. And then the worship, the worship is done and you go home. And here we get to enjoy, you know, this shared uh, effect of the dynamics that we are uh, practicing. You know, imagine that we do something that opens our hearts and then go home. It's, it's kind of a waste. <laughs> but if we are there to keep on connecting, now that our hearts are open, it's a treat. It's a treat. So so a retreat at the end of the day is a like a laboratory mm. to experience all, all this goodness that we are able to experience to reaffirm 
the possibility and more the possibility more than the possibility the probability yeah because everything is possible not everything is probable and what makes it probable it's integration and integration is what it's given in 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 a retreat framework <laughs> yeah so so that's such a beautiful way i think of looking at it for me there are a lot of things like you said that you can go and learn something whatever that might be uh, at a workshop for example and quite likely you might remember some of it but you, you you may very well just return to your life as it was so so this experience is offering the potential to actually be transformational and i'm i'm really not overselling it in that way because i can tell you when i've been to retreats and i've been to many they they are transformational and what i mean by that is you change in a way that is long lasting in in a positive way so it's not learning something that is just interesting it's actually finding a way to to move towards that higher version of ourselves that i think in this in this midlife space so many of us are seeing in front of us but we don't quite know how to step into it yes i mean we don't want you to go out of this retreat believing that you can uh, change your life for the better we want you to live this retreat with a certainty with a, and the certainty is given by having experienced it you know already inside yeah and and this is what it, this is all about yeah, we want to give you the tools, the all the understanding behind them, uh, the experience to put them into practice, and the inspiration to go home and keep on practicing them. Yeah, many people, and I am one. My my personal journey with personal development of whatever kind, and you and I have experimented in many different fields. I read a lot of books. Okay, and this is very useful. So I have a lot of knowledge in my head about these things, but I was not practicing them. So I could teach a course. I could tell you all of the background about how to do these things. But sitting and practicing them, just like if you were learning the piano, you can read about the piano or you can read about tennis, but you actually have to do it in order to develop that skill. And it's not difficult in fact it's joyful and so fun so this is really an amazing way to have like a fantastic time so you're having this joyful experience and transforming you know from a neurological point of view as many of you know you know we're literally rewiring our brain so there's tons of science i'm a, I'm a doctor there's scientific proof that this actually transform your brain transforms your brain in a way that is long lasting and so those science geeks amongst us, yeah, it's science, there's plenty of studies to prove that this works. Has that, that been your experience? Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm in love with neuroscience. You know, 20 years ago to talk about these things was just hippie, hippie shit. Yeah. <laughs> but today there is the science backing it up. And science came up with this uh, understanding of neuroplasticity that we can actually reprogram our brain, you know? Things that triggered us uh, to always react, always act out in a certain way, we can actually change that. We can actually 
you know, invite new programs, new possibilities, new probabilities uh, to respond differently to life, to relate differently to life. And this is so, wow, it, it, it gives us so, so much hope, you know, it's so empowering to know scientifically now that we can, yeah? Right, and it's it can, and I just say, if you do this, it will happen. Like I have never met or heard of a person who did these practices and did not have this outcome. I mean, it's just that, it's that scientifically true. So, and it's not hard. I mean, I, I you know, you're not sitting studying a difficult book or even learning to play the piano could be difficult or learning. The challenge, the this challenge. is fun. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. It's, and and the, the only for me, the only challenge is to remember to keep doing the practices. Fine. And for that, we have a I have a bunch of tricks to 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 share with you to keep keep present this this uh, this as a way of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you say, it's fun. Every little practice that you add to your day, it feels so good that uh, you know it's it's like a you have vicious uh, cycles and you have virtuous cycles, you know, right. yeah. you're doing things that, that do good to you and they feel great while you do them. So you want to keep on going and then you hop on this virtuous cycle. This is about it. One what of it the is. things that um, those of you who've been on a retreat before, as Yaniv was saying, you do become so connected with the other people there. Just, it just happens. I can tell you from our last retreat, we're still all connected through WhatsApp or other groups. And so it's not something that just ends on the day you go home because you you will want to continue connecting. You'll, you will truly have new friends or if you're bringing a friend with you, a, a deeper relationship with that person. And so there's so many opportunities to practice this in an ongoing way. And not to mention, we'll be doing these retreats again. Uh, so it is... A, you know, like anything, we we keep doing it. And we, there's so many resources that we'll offer in order to support you in, in continuing to do these practices because it is a lifestyle. Um, and, you know, and coming back to just this particular time in life, I mean, what a better time. I mean, there's no bad time to do this, right? But this particular time in life, I mean, maybe you haven't had time before to really focus on yourself. You've had kids and all the things that we have. This particular time in life for me is so magical in this way that we potentially do have the space to just sit and say, time for me now. I can do, now is my time to do this. Do, Do you feel that about this midlife experience totally 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 um and you know this is these are changes that you can start doing right now not waiting uh, for something to happen or something to be manifested or okay now i'm going to get into this path so i can achieve this new thing and then i'll be happy when i have it no the thing is that you know coming back to to this understanding that, you know, the quality of life comes from the way we relate to things beyond the things themselves, yeah. So we can decide what feelings I want to experience in this new part of of our lives and start now nurturing those, those possibilities, those emotional muscles, yeah. 
it's it's beautiful that the one of the core characteristics of happiness of real happiness is that it's unconditional mm. yeah we don't need to wait for something to happen uh, in order for us to start experiencing this we can start now yeah and i think it's beautiful that we can re-engineer our life and, and have one where you know we are honoring all these amazing things that just do good to us yeah so yeah i'm very very excited to to to, to get started with you already it is so exciting and uh, it just to reframe what you just said because it's so beautiful we are taught here, and I think humans are all over the world, that happiness comes from the outside. Like I, here's something that I've been doing, and maybe you do too. I'll be happy when I retire, or maybe I'll be able to be happy when the kids leave, or maybe I'll be happy when I meet that perfect person, or when I divorce that other person, or when I get a raise, or there's always a putting off happiness for later. This idea of delaying arrival we don't have to do that. And that's uh, something that you and some of my other teachers have really taught me that delaying arrival of happiness never stops. Like you will be on your deathbed waiting to be happy when you get to heaven. Like, how about now? Right. And and it's possible now, even if life is difficult now, because for sure it is, it's always difficult if we want to focus on that, but we can start now. And And yes, you could do it without a retreat. But one of the things about retreat is that little and having been to many, it sets up and gives you on a plate, this most beautiful framework to just make it easier, right? You've got people bringing you food. You've got wonderful teachers around you, supporting you, other people going through the same journey. Here we have the beach. It's in Costa Rica, for goodness sake, the most beautiful country in the world. Um, (laughs) we're, We're putting it in a place that makes this easier to feel and yes you can do it at home but we're just we're just putting everything out there just to make it just it's just there for you to step into yes and you know what for me one of my favorite positive emotions is inspiration mm-hmm. inspiration for me is is gasoline you know it's a fuel for the road and this retreat is going to be a inspiration bomb an inspiration boost yeah this, because this is what retreats are they are accelerators yeah you want to change in life and 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 if you want find the right retreat like i hope this will be for you it will give you a boost a boost in 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 your direction you know and and yes and to feel you know supported by not only a fantastic group of facilitators, by but by a group of fellow travelers that mm. are all on the same journey and feel the power of the group, you know, uh, getting inspired and, and excited to, to, to move forward uh, as a group. Because at the end of the day, we are not alone in this process, yeah? There's so many people on the same uh, you know, living the same situation, the same moment. And it's so beautiful to feel that not only that you're not alone, but that we are all together pushing the cards forward. <laughs> yes. And that 
30 people have your back. I love that feeling in retreat when we know everybody there is there to support you. And then you're there to support everybody else. It's the most wonderful feeling of being held and loved by a group of people that you may not even know who they are yet, but you will very quickly. (laughs) You know what? And I, and I love also the, the number, you know, between, I don't know, we're going to be between 25 and 30 people. That's just perfect to have the chance for all to know each other and have this intimate uh, feeling, this in, intimate en- energy in there. I love it. Yeah. And we all have so much in common. Uh, Yaniv's the only male, you know, he's amazing, as you can tell. Uh, women in midlife and, and Yaniv you're a person in midlife he's married to a woman in midlife he knows a lot about this particular time of life from personal <laughs> experience we're just not that different turns out you know we might come from different countries different cultures different backgrounds but we're so much more alike than different when we start sharing our stories and our hearts we realize we're really so much the same And, uh, you know, we don't know what's going to happen on retreat. One of the most beautiful things is that it's uniquely created by the group who's there. So a lot of it evolves based on the energy that's present. But we do have some things that we know will happen. And we're not going to tell you too much detail because we just want it to flow. But what are the some some of the just brief things so people know what to expect? We talked about gratitude practices, some music, some dancing. Don't be scared of that. (laughs) <laughs> what, yes, what will people expect uh, from their experiences with you well i you can expect to reconnect with all these amazing uh, emotions these um, amazing memories of joy uh, we're going to really get in emotional shape <laughs> uh, revisiting reconnecting honoring so many beautiful things that do good to us yeah so instead of 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 going for you know this idea that we have to achieve so many things or deserve so many things in order to be happy we're going to capitalize what we carry within mm-hmm. yeah so i think we're going to come out of it feeling very abundant beautiful <laughs> Connected with uh, with what we already are, yeah, and also be inspired to share it, yes, and that this is also a, a a very important thing, because you know happiness when it's when it's shared is multiplied, yeah, mm. so so yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a beautiful opportunity to. To reconnect, to to rebuild a relationship with ourselves, yeah, in a way and that we as as you say, cup. then pass it on, right? And pass it on, <laughs> pass it on, exactly, exactly. Right. Oh, this is okay. This is going to be so much fun. I can't even wait until November. So the details for the retreat will put below. We'll also put details with how to connect with Yaniv and his happiness school, his website. He's offering a lot of other events around the world and including in Costa Rica and all of that will be below. 
how to sign up for the retreat. There are only 25 guest spots. We have five facilitators. Um, so it's not, so do it now. because <laughs> <laughs> I want you to come and then bring a friend, bring a sister or, or just come by yourself and you'll be loved and nurtured by everyone else who's there. So this particular um, resort is fantastic. Yanni and I had a site visit there a couple of months ago. Fabulous on the beach. It's very close to the Liberia airport, which makes it very easy to get to. Uh, it's It's got all the good things. Um, and we're just offering it to you. Here it is. Come get it. You can you can have this. Um, and and I, I want everyone to experience what I got to experience with you because uh, it's so powerful and life-changing. And frankly, my kids and coworkers and everybody else around me is happy too, because <laughs> benefits everybody. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. Uh, and we cannot wait to see you in November. Yes, thank you so much. I'm so excited. And you said something very important. Don't be afraid to come on your own if it's the I assure you that after this first dynamic, you're going to feel connected with all the rest of your fellow travelers. <laughs> That's absolutely and, right. I've done it, I've done it by myself. It's fantastic. I've done it with a friend. Still fantastic. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. Please share it with your friends. We want to offer this opportunity to as many people as can come. And we'll put all of the links on how to attend this event and connect with uh, Yaniv Shanti below. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye.